Hey, it's Cliff, and this is Unajua, where we bring you crowdsourced minimum actionable responses to important questions in 15 minutes or less. This is the second episode of a three-part series focused on what sets blockchains apart from each other. Insights come courtesy of Kenyan blockchain developer and Web3 builder, Jordan Mutemba. But before we get stuck in, if you haven't listened to our storytelling feature titled Kom, the Babusi Nyoni story, you definitely should. This heartfelt piece of storytelling will leave you enlightened and inspired. Listen via your preferred podcast hosting platform or check it out at africantechroundup.com. And thanks again to the Cello Community Fund for their support for our ongoing season of blockchain-themed learning content. To learn more about them and their mission to build a financial system that creates the conditions for prosperity for everyone, visit www.cello.org. On this podcast, Jordan Mutemba goes in on some technical jargon by answering the question, what are proof-of-work and proof-of-stake? All right, here he is. So we've talked about consensus mechanism and there is a lot of different consensus mechanism and the most common consensus mechanism is proof of work and proof of stake. So before we do proof of work, we need to kind of define what is a consensus mechanism. And a consensus mechanism is a way that you, as an organization, basically from the organization perspective, how do you come to a conclusion or how do you come to an agreement that this is the way as an organization will, you will be able to go so that every department is in harmony. You are working towards the same objective. So different blockchains have the same way algorithmically or algorithms which are used to make the blockchain work in the same direction. So we have the two major or the most popular consensus mechanism for different blockchain and this is what you can be able to kind of look at in depth as a developer or as a person who want to build on different blockchain and that is proof of work and proof of stake so bitcoin ethereum and the early blockchains which were developed normally use proof of work and we have seen how proof of work have turned out on the Ethereum blockchain with high gas fees and the foundation of the Ethereum organization deciding to move from proof of work to proof of stake. So I'll explain on that and why. So proof of work, normally abbreviated as POW, is a common consensus algorithm used by the most popular blockchain networks like Bitcoin, Ethereum and Litecoin, which requires participant not to prove that the work done and submitted by them qualifies them to receive the light to add a new transaction to the blockchain. So, however, this whole mining mechanism of Bitcoin or Ethereum needs high energy consumption and longer processing time. So, we've talked about when you want to become a miner, you really kind of need to have sophisticated machines. You need leagues to do the mining. You need stable power to do the mining. You really have to have invested a lot so that you can be able to do the mining in proof of work and so that you can be able to solve the mathematics puzzle within that so that you can be able to add a new transaction to the blockchain. So that is uh, some of the shortcomings of proof of work and also there is the possibility of like a 51% attack which is when a lot of machines having like the all the power and now 
like define the consensus mechanism but there are some measures which have been made to prevent such from happening then we have proof of stake consensus mechanism so that is mostly bitcoin ethereum and some different layer so proof of stake emerged as a concept uh, before it was theoretical but it has been proven by different blockchain that it works and it actually better and it doesn't use a lot of fuel energy so basically proof of stake concept states that a person can can mine or validate block transaction according to how many coins they hold so this means that the more coins owned by a miner the more mining power they have but the reward is also the same as to what they have been able to stake so if they do validate all try to add an invalidated block or transaction they are at the risk of losing their coins so the proof of stake was created as an alternative to the proof of work concept to tackle the inherent issues that I've uh, just talked about that is the power consumption complicated setup for people who want to kind of join and be part of the node and high gas fees and issues like that so currently only old coins use the proof of stake concept and also some layer one like Celo which is a layer one blockchain and Polkadot and I think Solana they are using proof of stake and you can be able to see there is a reduction in terms of gas fee and the amount of time taken for a transaction to be completed so if you have ever interacted with Ethereum and the proof of stake protocol blockchains you can be able to see that the transaction time and the amount of gas fee used in proof of stake blockchain the transaction fees are uh, less so i'll just give a slight explanation of how the transactions are initiated when the, a transaction is uh, initiated the transaction data is fitted into a block with a ma maximum of capacity of one megabyte and then duplicated across multiple computers or nodes. so these nodes are administrative body of the blockchain and they verify the legitimacy of the transaction whether uh, we all know how the transaction uh, in blockchain occurs so you have to check whether the transaction is legit and confirm whether the said coins are available in the wallet so that's the work of the node validators you can think of them as cashiers in a bank who validate whether your bank account has uh, cash but now uh, these nodes are machines so to carry out the verification step, the nodes or miners would like need to solve a computational puzzle. So that is on the proof of work. They have to like solve a computational puzzle known as proof of work. But now when it comes to proof of stake, proof of stake seeks to address that issue by attributing mining power to proportion of the coin held by a miner. In this way, instead of utilizing the energy to answer, like uh, you remember the rigs used for mining, they use a lot of energy. Now, instead of using those rigs to kind of help in the solving of the, the puzzle or the mathematical puzzle, these miners don't have to use power because you just have to stake your coins. So miner is limited to mining a percentage of transaction that is reflective of the ownership of stake. For example, let's say if I'm a miner and I own like 3% of the coin, and I have 
stake them, I should be able to mine 3% of the block. So I don't have like to mine or to validate a whole lot of transaction. I just need to like validate and do 3% of what I've owned. So if I have 10, then I'll have 10% of the block. So proof of stake has a lot of advantages, but still there is a big problem that is on. If I own a lot of coins, then it means if I stake all those coins, then it means I can be able now to control the, the entire blockchain. So that now leads us to another kind of consensus mechanism called delegated proof of stake. And before we do the delegated proof of stake, we have incentives and disincentives in proof of stake. So as a way to keep validators from like acting maliciously uh, or adding fraudulent transactions into the block, validators are incentivized from the amount of coin they have staked and also they are disincentivized. So if they try to add a fraudulent transaction, their coin will be removed from the blockchain and they will stand a chance like to lose the coins they have staked. On the next installment of this Unajua series, Jordan Mutemba will close out the series by demystifying a third important proof of consensus mechanism called delegated proof of stake. Make sure you don't miss it. In the meantime, remember to click on the Unajua link in the show notes wherever you're listening or click on the microphone icon on the right-hand side of your screen if you're listening from the africantechroundup.com website, to leave us a 60-second voice note reacting to this episode. You can also tweet us your thoughts using the hashtag UnajuaSeries or leave us a DM at African Roundup. But that's it for now. Thanks a lot for listening. Till next time, take it easy, Africa.